0: Hello and welcome to the Grow Your Life Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Krakowski. On this podcast, I help people grow in their life and in their business. I believe that if you grow in your life, your mindset, it affects business. When you grow in your business, it affects your life. I want to help people grow personally, professionally, in their health, their wealth, their relationships to reach their goals and give a framework to reach those goals. I don't wanna tell you what to do, but I wanna point you in the right direction based on what I've experienced, what I've read, what I've seen works over the last 15 years in business, and also what I'm going through and learning myself actively right now. I wanna be vulnerable with you and say this, a lot of what I teach is stuff that I'm learning, that I'm still working on, but what I'm sharing with you is a framework of what has worked and what has gotten results. So anything that I share with you is something that I've applied in my life and seen a massive positive transformation to help me get to my goals that I want to pass on to you to help you get to your goals. If you're not in the hashtag Grow Your Life community on Facebook, Check that out. It's a community of over a 1,000 people just like yourself that are growing in their life and in their business. Look up hashtag Grow Your Life. And if you want to win a free coaching session with me, no obligation to continue. It's not a sales pitch of any kind. I just want to help you reach your goals. And we'll go through those together on the phone. Leave hashtag Grow Your Life on my Instagram. And I pick one winner every single week for a half hour to win those free coaching sessions with me. On this episode, I want to help you accelerate your results, reach those results faster, do the things that you fear the most. But I realize this is that in business and in life, when we go past our fears, we're always approaching risk. And so I also want to help you accelerate your results while reducing risk at the same time. I believe that this juxtaposition of massive all-out action acceleration and risk reduction when done clearly and fearlessly with courage is the catalyst to help people reach further and reach their goals faster. Every single business that I've worked with over the last 15 years that I have seen that accelerates 10, $100 million used this framework. They made risk their friend and reduced the risk while operating fearlessly towards their potential and not allowing risk to slow them down. And so this is not a podcast where I'm going to tell you, you know, if it's risky, don't do it. Uh, Because for you to accelerate your goals, you are going to have to accept a certain level of risk. But I want to be real with you here. And I want to break this down for those of you that have been spinning around. You have goals. You know where you want to go. But there are risks in front of you of how to look those risks in the face and say, you know what? I realize you're there. Acknowledge them acknowledge the fear. I think so often we try to not give credence or existence to our fear and that is just as damaging as not doing anything. It's just as damaging as getting hurt. And so I actually want to commend some of you right now. The fact that you have awareness of risk, risk awareness and fear shows that you are aware of the direction that you are headed. For some of you that don't feel that fear, you may possibly be oblivious to the right direction to go. And so the fact that fear and risk exist are actually a good thing. And this is something that I've never said before on a podcast, because for one, I actually thought that everybody knew this. And now I'm realizing, you know what? I need to break this down to a simpler level for people. Not because I think anybody is stupid or doesn't know what they're doing at all. I want to honor the experiences that you've had. I want to say this to you as well while you're listening to this. I believe that you're somebody, if you've gotten to this episode, that you've had a lot of life experiences. You have a lot of big goals. You also know what you're doing. But you're at a place where you're at an edge. There's a risk that if I jump off that cliff, I could crash and burn. But, the, but the, the risk-reward ratio is also great because the reward of that risk is great. And so you're looking for what's the right direction to go into? What should I do next? And you're looking for some guidance in that. And so I want to give you some guidance based on what has worked for me and a framework to start to develop your own risk guidance system. To develop that, imagine that you're going on a journey into the mountains. You would take water, food, sustenance, a GPS to help you get there. This episode is going to be kind of like a GPS and a little bit of some food and a little bit of some water for you to get to that next level to climb that mountain you see that risk is always going to be there that you're going to take a wrong turn that that risk can never be eliminated i think where a lot of people miss it is they're trying to wait for their fear to disappear or they're trying to wait for the fear to to no longer exist in their life when in fact The truth is the thing that you fear the most and that risk is always going to be there. It's about how much power you give to that risk to keep you in a place of inaction. And so we have to make a decision of, am I going to stay in inaction, which slows down our results? Or am I going to Minimize my risk while simultaneously taking action in risky things to accelerate the results and go further. And over the last couple years, while I've been coaching people, I've found that this one single area is what is holding people back in the balance of where they are, is they don't understand how to hold these two things in front of them and reach their goals or, or if they do know how to, they don't know what the right steps are to take because they've never done it before. And so I want to, I want to share with you a couple stories. Uh, (laughs) I'm actually excited to share some of these stories with you of some big risks that I took over the last year or so that helped me get to where I am right now. And the, the, the risk reward of what would have happened, you know, Realizing that standing up to somebody that could press a button and make my life living hell was the risk. And that I might actually lose tens of thousands of dollars by making these risks, by taking these risks, by doing them. Sorry for bumping the camera and microphone there. (laughs) But I took them anyways. And what happened? And what was the catalyst and the moment where I decided that I have to step out and take that risk. Risk of worrying about losing money, risk of worrying about uh, hurting somebody's feelings, risk about saying something to the wrong person, risk of lawsuits even. And so these are some of the, the risks that I've been taking over the last two years. And on the other side of it, I can tell you this every single time it panned out perfectly. It panned out the way that I predicted, but it also panned out the way that I hoped that it would. And that every single moment that I was holding myself back from taking action to the risk that the, that the, the inaction was doing more damage than the risk or the action ever would have. And then on the other side of that, I realized this, wow, that thing that I feared was irrational. I'm not saying your fears are irrational. But for me, once I realized what was holding me back in inaction, it was irrational. That I was creating a framework in my mind of what could happen that never happened based on past experiences and worries and fears that were unfounded in that situation. And subconsciously, I was worried about how I would look to other people, that I was worried about what other people might say about me, that I was worried about what other people might do to me because I believed that other people had the power to control and dictate my life, that other people had the ability to press a button and make my life a living hell. And that framework of that belief system that other people have the ability to control me was keeping me held in the balance of fear. And I was looking face to face to the risk of, if I do the thing that I know that I should do, I might be risking everything. I might lose everything, but here's the simultaneous. If I don't risk it, I might lose everything. (laughs) And I bet some of you right now are staring down the barrel of a gun in your life, where if you risk it all, you could lose everything. But if you don't risk it all, you could lose everything. And you've been holding yourself in the balance of that, of fear, and empowering that fear to manifest in your life. And that's what I was doing. And now on the other side of it, there's breakthrough, financial breakthrough coming into our lives. We're having having money coming back. We're We're having people in our past come back and say, you know what? I had that wrong. Here you go. Here are the keys to run that for me. Here are the keys to do that. In fact, I want you to coach me. In fact, I'm so sorry for how I acted. You want to know what the, the catalyst of this has been every single time? Every single time the catalyst has been is humility and honor. And honoring another person for where they're at and having compassion and empathy to see another person through the lens of how they will see themselves and with kindness to say, you know what? We're all going through life together. We all have struggles. Nobody has it perfect. But this person is actually counting on me to step up my game to help in this scenario and I've been counting on them to do the same and there's been a friction and a resistance and the key to this is just being the one to apologize first when we mess up, to take ownership over our actions. Not to give power back to that person to control us. You see, we don't believe that that person has control but just say, you know what, I messed up here. I am am so sorry. My tone in that scenario wasn't good. What I said here wasn't the right timing. What I did here wasn't the best way to do it. I made a mistake. I'm still growing. Let's grow in this together. You're awesome. Imagine what we could do together. Imagine what's possible. And being willing to say, hey listen, I need to set up a boundary here. Let's not talk about business you know, listen, I don't see us being close in friendship together. You know, I'm focused on me right here. I got to focus on my family. I got to focus on my business. I got to focus on what I'm doing here. We both have mutual goals here and coming together in the moments where stakes are high, meeting of the minds with having a conversation from humility and honor. And some of you right now might be hearing that and saying, but I just can't do that. That's too risky. Okay. I, I And I honor that. I want to honor that in you because some of you have situations that I don't know what they are as well. While you're listening to this, you have situations that you've gone through, you've experienced things. So I don't want to dishonor your situation. And, and if I came across right now how I said that as, as being um, heartless or not, you know, sensitive to everybody's issues, I apologize. I realize everybody has issues. We all have issues. We all have these things they're so risky to do. But we also have goals. We also have places that we want to go. We also have a destiny that's planned for us. But I believe that we also have free will to choose what we will do. To say, am I going to stay stuck where I am and allow my fear to control me? Allow the story of what I believe that experience meant to dictate my future? Or am I going to believe the truth about it? The truth that I say about my life. The truth that I'm believing about my life. The truth that God says about me. And not fall down based on what other people might believe. You know, I wrote some notes down here and I wanted to share these with you right now. Just some, something like this. Someone else's response or reaction to you has no power to determine, qualify, disqualify, validate, or prove where you are with anything. This is about people that are willing to take a risk. This is about you right now. I'm talking to you as somebody that has a big goal and you're staring down the barrel of a big risk to reach that goal. And you want to accelerate yourself to get to that place But your experiences and the stories that you believed up to this moment in time have told you otherwise. Forgiveness is the catalyst to freedom. Forgiving another person for what they did and saying, I'm so sorry for what I did. Please forgive me. And being willing to humble yourself in that scenario. But being first to forgive. You know. You are the one that has the power to take on what somebody else says about you as truth. Are you perceiving what somebody said through a filter of your experience or truth? And so these are questions that we need to ask themselves, ourselves. I wrote this down right here because I was going to do a 10-minute a live on my Facebook page about this. And if you're somebody that follows me, I do these videos every single day during the week on my Instagram and Facebook with these points to help people reach their goals. But I believe that if you're somebody right now that's listening to this podcast, if you've gotten to this place in this podcast, you have a big goal. You have to get there. You cannot allow what you've been feeling up to this moment in time to dictate how far you're willing to go. And you can no longer wait for the perfect scenario to manifest in your life before you can take action. It's never gonna happen. There's never a perfect time to get in a relationship, to start a business, to forgive somebody, to apologize, to step out. There's never going to be the perfect time To believe that there ever is a perfect time for anything is a fantasy. And that fantasy scenario is what is keeping you in the balance because you're living in your mind of you see a vision far off into the future of a fantasy land of what could be. And you're comparing your present situation to that fantasy and saying, okay, once I reach that, then I can take action. And the truth is, that day is never going to get here unless you take action in the face of risk, in the face of fear. I also believe that when we see a vision off in the future for our destiny, we see clouded. We only see part of it. We don't see the whole thing but it helps us point to true north the right direction. And so when we walk forward in that, we might come up against enemies, ghouls, goblins, you know. I play video games. I watch I watch TV shows. If you're if you're someone like me, you might read books, TV shows, you like stories ghouls, goblins, ghosts, people, you know, these they come and try to attack us, these these haters and we see ourselves sometimes through a lens of being this superhero in our own life and there's the promised land in front of us. But we got to we got to fight through this. What if the answer is instead of fighting, you just walk past them? And I've noticed this, there's actually some video games now to where you actually cannot complete the level of the game, this is, really, this is actually really cool to share with you if you're not somebody who's played a lot of video games. Uh, you cannot beat the level unless you don't fight. You just run past the enemies. You let them stay there and you run past them. And there's a whole genre of games that are built around this running past the enemy to the goal. And I believe it actually teaches us a little bit about picking our battles. You see, we all need to learn to pick our battles. We do not have to all be Don Quixote and destroy all the windmills. But for you to reach your goals, to accelerate yourself to your results, you have to learn to reduce risk. Reducing risk is not about eliminating. It's about reducing the power that the risk has over your life. Another way to reduce risk is learning. Is listening to podcasts like this one. Is listening to mentors and teachers and people who've been there that know how to get the job done. And coaches who can help you. Some of my favorites that I personally listen to. Ed Milet. Dave Meltzer, Jesse Itzler, Tom Bilyeu. These are guys, I listen to their, their podcasts. And I listen to the people they interview. Sean Boltz has a podcast. Chris Vallotton, Bill Johnson, these people. These are mentors that we can learn from. And we can we can say, you know what? They've been through the fire already. What can I learn from the fire they went through? You know, there's a couple books that I've referred you to. Danny Silk, Keep Your Love On, Culture of Honor. It's a book called Crucial Conversations. It's on my website. The Anatomy of Peace by the Harbinger Institute. It's incredible. I think it's Harbinger or Harbinger. Harbing. I don't know. yeah, anyways. Uh, <laughs> see, even I make mistakes. While I'm doing podcasts, you guys need to realize you're never going to get it perfect. And in fact, I intentionally don't edit my mistakes in my podcast because I want to inspire you that you don't have to get it all perfect to be successful, to reach your goals. You don't have to get it all perfect. I'm not talking about a lack of excellence. I'm not talking about laziness. I'm not talking about a lack of discipline, a lack of ownership, a lack of the best that you can possibly do. You see, I want you to reach your goals the best possible way possible. And the only way you're going to do it is in the face of risk. To learn to control your emotions, to have self-control, to say, I don't need to put all my emotions on display for people to see. And that I can either decide to pick my battles and move past the thing that I fear and learn from other people that have been on the same battle as myself. And realize that we don't know everything. You see, one of the riskiest things that people do is they believe that they know everything. That's the biggest risk of all because you're going to operate in a framework that believes that you can't learn anything. Or we believe that somebody is, is, is lying to us because they're biased. Now, truthfully, if somebody is biased, let's say a drug company says you need to take this drug and it's going to heal everything. They're biased to get you to buy something. For example, I'll be real with you. I'm biased to get you to hire me for coaching. I'm biased to get you to buy my courses from me. abso freaking But I also know it's going to help you because it's also helped the people that I've worked with. And I know what it takes to get somebody from where they are to where they need to be to grow a business to seven and eight and even nine figures. I'm helping people get from the eight to nine figure, that kind of in the middle part right there. But what it takes is a willingness to learn, to humble ourselves, to have humility, to walk boldly, to say when we mess up, when we make a mistake, not have to defend ourselves, not to have to prove ourselves. You see, protection and defense are not the same thing. I'm all for protecting yourself, but a good protection is actually offense, not defense. It's offense against what might come against you to fight back. Defense and defending yourself and your position is always weak and is always going to hurt you more than help you. Focus on what you can do to protect yourself against risk and mitigate it. But never try to defend yourself because defense comes from fear. Protection comes from hope and clarity and understanding, and knowledge, and wisdom. Risk, Warren Buffett said this, that risk is when you don't know how to do something. And yet at the same time, we never learn unless we take a risk. It's a risk to listen to my podcast. It's a risk to listen to anybody. You do risks constantly, but often You do them in a way that you know is safe for you. For you to get to where you need to go to accelerate your goals, you have to take risks in an area that you don't know already what the outcome is. The fear of the unknown is keeping you stuck right where you are right now. And anytime that you fear the unknown, you empower the unknown to control you. Okay? Okay. So it's time to take back the authority and the power of the unknown from your life, grow in wisdom, knowledge and understanding and learn from people that have been there before and humble yourself to say, I don't know it all, I make mistakes and it's okay to make mistakes. You see, some of you have heard me say that before and maybe you're like, no, it's never okay to make mistakes. It's too risky. I was just reading a book from the, uh, the, C- the the CEO, I think former one of the CEOs of uh, Disney and ABC. And one of the best things that I got from that was he said, "We don't act like our mistakes don't exist. We own up to them. We apologize. We take ownership over them, and then we go and move forward with excellence to do the right thing next time." And that's how you reach your goals. And some of you might not fully agree with the politics of Disney. You might not agree with even me saying that, that that it's okay to make mistakes. But do you think it's okay to own up to the mistakes, apologize, and do better next time? Or to never do anything? Or to apologize and then allow the fear of a mistake to keep you stuck where you are? Because I think that's what a lot of you might do. I've done that before. I apologize, but then I say, stay stuck and give ownership over that mistake to keep me stagnant. You see, my mom taught me this. Mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. It's the only way that you learn. And that was in the magic school bus. Miss Frizzle said that. My mom, she'd always repeat it to me. Miss <laughs> Frizzle said this, but I, you know, it was always my mom that was saying it to me when I heard it. It's funny. <laughs> mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. It's the only way you can learn. And fear of failure is keeping you stuck where you are because you're afraid of what might happen. The fear of pain and punishment instead of. Looking at the risk, looking at your fear in the face and saying, you know what? You don't have power over me. I appreciate you. You're there. Thank you. I can learn with wisdom about what happened last time, but I'm going to go after my destiny and do something that's risky because I know that the reward on the other side of it is greater than that fear. And when the pain of inaction is greater than the pain of what you fear, you can't stay stuck. And so the only way for you to get to where you want to go is to realize this, that it's actually more harmful to do nothing than to take action, make a mistake, apologize, and get back up again and learn from it. And yet often we, we live in a framework of this belief that we have to get everything perfect that we have to know it all before we can get started, that we have to have all the understanding, all the accolades, all the certifications before we can get started to do something. When in fact, a lot of us have intuition, we have experiences and beliefs and we know what to do, but we're actually just allowing that fear of that risk because we haven't quite done it in that way, keep us stuck. It's time to release and get rid of the fear of negative consequences in your life and own up to whatever happens and say, hey, listen, whatever happens, happens. I will approach it when I get there and do the thing that I know that I should do because staying stuck where you are right now is far worse than than doing that thing. Never doing that thing that you need to do is what you should be avoiding. And so often we embrace it like a comfort zone. We allow our fear to rule us in our life because we're coming from a place of avoidance of pain and punishment. You need to realize that it's actually more painful to stay stuck in that, and then it's time to take action, an all-out massive action. And that staying stuck comes from a belief system, beliefs that maybe have come in from the past Maybe from a teacher in school, a parent, a church leader, possibly, that maybe taught you to not appear like you're doing something wrong. To not connect with people that do wrong. To not to separate yourself from Those people to be an outsider, to avoid darkness. You see, those were the beliefs that were taught to me growing up. Can I just be real with you here? Uh, I grew up in a church. It was called the Plymouth Brethren Church. (laughs) And uh, they also go by the name, there's a similar called the Exclusive Brethren and, uh, the belief systems are based on fear of pain and punishment that if we make a mistake, we're unworthy, that we have to always be accountable and and prove ourselves to other people. And it's broken. It's stuck. it's a it's a it's a broken mindset that that operates around fear of pain and punishment. And I think there's some people that listen to my podcast right now that you're listening to me. And you might have grown up in a religious background of fear of pain and punishment. And so you stay stuck in an action of doing the thing that you know that you are supposed to do because you're worried about what might happen. Or or you believe that doing that is going to have ramifications on you. That belief that other people have the ability to control you. And this comes in, in 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 work environments. This comes in through through school environments with parents. But we have to learn that once we're adults, like nobody has the ability to control us. Nobody has the ability to control you, to tell you what you can and cannot do. You have to choose to do the right thing, not because you're afraid of making mistakes, not because you're afraid of what might happen, but because you know that this is the best thing for you, the healthiest thing for you. And what comes from that is it's not based on worry about, you know, what might happen. It comes from the fruit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, and self-control is one of those things. You know, when we get married, people read those those uh, those verses about love, love verses in Corinthians. I started doing this thing where I would go through these verses: the fruit of the spirit—love, joy, peace, patience, kindness goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, and looking at which of those areas do I feel triggered in that I don't operate in. And then I would look at love never fails. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking, easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. It's one I think a lot of people miss is it keeps no record of wrongs. Does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. Always protects. Some of you may have not felt protected in the past. Always trusts. That's a big one. Maybe you feel like your trust has been violated in the past. Always hopes, always perseveres, never fails. And so in this, we come up with a framework where we project our past experiences on other people. And we're actually not operating from a place of love. And if you're someone like me, I believe that God is love. So God equals love for us to be love to the world and to live in love. That's what it is. Love is if we're not trusting, if we're not, you know, protecting, if we, if we try to do something that's self-seeking just for self, it's not going to work out great for us. And that's where our risk comes from because we're actually, we feel like if I trust, if I am not self-seeking, if I uh, do this, we're worried that we're not going to do enough and we create this vicious cycle of this framework that what we do equates to who we are and that our identity is built in the actions that we do. And so we're afraid to take action in the face of risk because what that might mean about us based on what other people think or believe about us. And what I've come to discover is is this, is that any area that we worry that another person will judge us in that area is an area that we either judge ourselves in, that we judge other people in. And so we believe that we will also be judged in like kind of how we judge other people this is just a framework for life and so if you look at maybe you've seen somebody in your life that did that thing that you want to do and you say i don't want to be like them so you're judging yourself to never do something that looks like what that other person did because you're worried about pain and punishment and being judged okay and so we have to get past that framework of judging ourselves wrongly, judging other people wrongly through a lens that is not of love. And you might be asking, how does this matter to business, to sales, to marketing? (laughs) It matters completely because when we don't come from this perspective, we allow our fear to dictate our actions because we're worried about being judged for those actions. And the risk is the judgment and the ramifications and the consequence. So if I do this, what is that risk? I told you some stories that I was gonna share with you. I had somebody I was working with that was a client. They had, they were on a board of directors. They had the power to remove me From a contract, and I was going to lose uh, a large six figure salary. And so, but I knew that I had to stand my ground and be honest with this person and tell them the truth. Sure enough, they went to the board, they requested my removal. Guess what? The board said, no, I, I think actually what Jeremiah said to do is a, is a good idea. And, uh, it's, you know, let's do it. But you see, I took a risk. I could have lost everything. I could have looked bad to that person. I could have been judged. You know, I had another situation where I walked away from uh, about half a million dollars a year recently. But I was afraid that I would be judged for it and could possibly have been sued in that scenario. But I didn't allow that fear to dictate my life. I didn't allow the fear or worry of what might potentially happen to stand my ground and to stand firm in my beliefs and my convictions. This thing that this, this person had come to me to do uh, was wanting to meet me to do something unethical. And so I had to say, you know what? That violates my beliefs, my ethics. But the risk of me saying that was, was was uh was pretty great. Uh because I had seen what had happened with some other people that stood up to this person. They got mad, they got upset, but later they came back and were like, you know what? I I see I think I see the perspective from what you see. I see that, you know. Maybe I saw something in you that wasn't really there, and it probably wasn't a good fit anyways. Boom. You know what? I didn't let the fear of what might happen dictate it. You know, I had somebody try to violate a boundary with me. They were calling me every single day to get me to help them with their business, but they weren't willing to pay for coaching. I told the person, I'm sorry, man. I can't help you with this. And he got so upset with me. He yelled at me. He cussed me out. He was like, bro, what do you think, blah, 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 blah. I said, you know what, dude? I said, I offer that to my paying clients and it's dishonoring to my paying clients for me to to do this for you for free. I've helped you quite a bit in the past. But I gotta say, man, I gotta set up a boundary here, bro. And he got so upset at it. He said, I'm gonna go to the people that you work with. I'm gonna make sure that nobody ever does business with you again. And I said, great, you know what? The people that I do business with, I I don't think they're gonna be swayed by that. (laughs) You know? So (laughs) but I took a risk and I stepped out in that way. What are you doing today that you're holding back? Maybe you're not apologizing. By the way, I went back to some of these people and said, hey, listen, I'm sorry. I think in the past I might have had a wrong tone with you. I might have let my anger get the best of me. I might have let some judgment, some fear control me. Please forgive me. I had another scenario like that where I told somebody, I said, hey, listen, I want to help you with this, but you're just not doing it right. And I was really judgmental against them. I was was actually kind of rude. But I said what I felt I needed to say. Oh man, and then I realized like three days later, I'm so sorry. And they're like, no, you know what? What you said was true. It really inspired me. You're right, your tone was off. (laughs) Thanks for apologizing for that. (laughs) But let's move forward. Let's go after our common goal that we have together. And so humbling, being willing to admit where you were wrong. Being willing to maybe step in the fire just a little bit to feel a little bit of that pain, to be vulnerable for just a second can have an incredible impact on your business. You know, I had somebody recently, I had a big contract that I was waiting to come in and, but I felt that I had to say something that was honest and truthful and there was nothing uh, wrong with it but I knew that saying it could risk that contract not coming through. So I said it. Sure enough, they said, you know what, we, don't, we, we can't We can't work with you. Uh, this contract's come through. And I said, great, you know what, I, I had to stand firm and let you know how I operate. That way you didn't discover that later down the line. And they were like, wow, we, we really appreciate that actually. Thank you. I said, yeah. I said, I don't, I don't operate in a way where I try to pretend like I'm somebody that I'm not. I want to help you. Reach your goals, and I might not be the best fit for you, but I want to point you in the right direction. I sent them a couple books that I liked, uh, you know, a couple, you know, one of my mentors that helped me, and now they're they're thriving, they're growing. You know, some of you might need to refer people to your competitor, and let go of the need to be the savior in everything. and everything. that's that's what I love to do. What's the risk? What are you so afraid of? You know, sometimes when we step out and do the risk, it goes from this big, giant risk, and it becomes nothing. And it disappears because we realize, wow, that was was not as scary as I thought it was. And every single time that I was afraid to do something, afraid to take action, afraid to step out, in faith and do the thing that I knew that I was called to do because of fear, because of risk. Those little those those risks went and fizzled down and they they disappeared. Or, you know, they panned out exactly as I thought. They actually most of the time it did pan out how I thought. Uh but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. It was very similar, but it was like it had zero uh effect on me. That person got mad for a day, big whoop. And then they came back and were like, you know, I'm so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and so what are you, what are you doing right now that you're so afraid of? Why are you so afraid of taking ownership, humbling yourself, apologizing, seeing another person with compassion saying, Hey, listen, listen, Man, what if they what if I'm projecting on them what I'm feeling and they're projecting what they're feeling on me and we're clashing together? I've found this a lot of times in conflict that we end up projecting our same things and they end up going bzzz bzzz bzz, and they end up like fighting each other. And 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 that's where that pain comes from. And once one party was like, you know what, I'm I'm sorry. Let's 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 renegotiate and come up with the ground rules here. Let's be honest with each other. Maybe we we've been trying to project something that isn't totally true on one another, and let's do the right thing. And every time that I did that, it accelerated the results and reduced the risk. And it was calculated. The risk was still there, but I started learning from people that had been there before, mentors, coaches, teachers, authors, speakers, and said, you know what? <laughs> You're right. This risk is unfounded. This is the worst thing that could happen. Why am I afraid of that? What's going to happen? Let me just own up to it. It's cool. I'm going to say this to somebody right now. Hey, listen to this. You, For you to go after your goals, you have to be okay with people judging you, lying about you, saying things that aren't true, and assuming the worst about you. You have to be okay with other people assuming that you are wrong and even appearing bad to other people. Because fear of appearance, elevating itself over the thing that you know that you should do, isn't helping anybody. And if you're somebody that's religious, you know, you might be like, well, no appearance of evil. Fear of appearance of evil over fear of, you know, not doing what you're supposed to do is actually uh, wrong. So, and a lot of people misinterpret that verse that says, make no appearance of evil. It actually means to not do wrong. It doesn't mean just lens of what looks bad. So do a word study on that verse maybe about appearance of evil. And discover the truth about what that means. If you're somebody that's really honing in on that one. I want to encourage you to realize that we don't know everything. That we can learn from the the experiences of other people. We can share our experiences. We can step out in faith and take a risk Even in the face of what might happen to do the thing that we were made for, that we were called to do, and to go after our destiny. Once we take ownership over and we identify who we are, where we're starting at, what we're afraid of. We actually look fear in the face and risk in the face and say, you know what? I see you, but I'm going to go after my goal and move past that thing with courage. In that, especially when you get courage that comes from the divine and we connect with the divine nature in us in us that works through us nothing's impossible and so i believe that you were born with a destiny and made to go after great things don't let fear of risk of manifestation fear of consequence fear of what might happen keep you from the right thing Listen, if you're going to do the wrong thing, totally don't do bad things. (laughs) Don't go out there and commit crimes. Don't, you know, don't do those things. But if you're, if you know that what you're doing is right and you've had wisdom and, you know, this is what I need to do and you know this is what I need to do, but I'm so afraid, do not let that fear keep you held back because doing that is actually far worse than doing the thing that you fear. I believe in you and I know that you can go after these dreams that you have. And I want to help you do that. Listen through some of the other episodes of my podcast. Check out the hashtag Grow Your Life community on Facebook. Leave hashtag Grow Your Life on my Instagram to win a free coaching session with me. I want to hop on the phone with you and work through this. And If you're somebody that wants to to take this to the next level, to to have a, a full coaching relationship, I want to offer you from now until January 1st, 2020. I put this on all my podcasts now leading up to that. You can buy a coaching session with me for $400 for one hour or $1,000 for three hours or as many as you want before then. If you're somebody that's serious about doing that coaching, I want to hop on the phone with you and to see where you're at and your goals. This is separate from the free coaching. So if you're somebody that wants to... To, to pay for coaching. I wanna hop on the phone with you and talk through this and see where you're at and see if coaching might be the best option for you or what might be a better option for you and give you that free coaching. So send me a DM, send me a message, go to my website, let me know you wanna do this. I wanna help you. I wanna help mentor you to get to that next level. I know that I can help you grow in your business to reach that seven and eight figure level because I've helped other people do that. Listen, I can't promise that you're going to make that much money in your business. Or maybe you have a ministry or a nonprofit. A lot of my clients are all ministries and nonprofits that I work with as well. I want to help you reach those goals and get to that next level. I believe in you and I know that it's possible for you because I've seen it happen for other people. Grow your life, everybody. And we'll talk soon.